listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and a creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is get to the fireworks factory. There's a famous Simpsons episode. Okay, there are a lot of famous Simpsons episodes, but this one is up there in terms of how it has entered the pop culture canon, where Homer is briefly cast as a third character in the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon. In the episode within an episode, Itchy and Scratchy are headed to a fireworks factory, but on the way, they're sidetracked by an annoying exchange with the new character. They never make it to the fireworks factory. At the end of the show, Millhouse whines, when are they getting to the fireworks factory? It's a classic complaint, and whenever I write a story that fails to satisfy, or to end up where it promises, I can hear Millhouse's whiny voice in my head, demanding to get to the fireworks factory. All this is to say that in the early pages of a story, we make promises to our readers. You can think of them as putting Chekhov's gun all over the place in small ways. We indicate that a character is going to be fired from her job. Someone wants to tell a lie or beat up another kid on the playground. The storm clouds are gathering on the horizon. The athletes are suiting up for the big game. We're telling our readers, here's the kind of story we're entering and here's where we're headed. I like to think of these small plot indicators as planting seeds. And if these seeds don't flower by the end of the story, readers will feel it as a violation, large or small. You don't have to exactly fulfill the promise that you made in the first page. In fact, if all a story does is fulfill its promises, then it has still failed as a story. Instead, we need those flowers to bloom in strange and surprising ways. To reach the fireworks factory, only to discover it's not what we expected. The fireworks factory was a trap, or it's been abandoned for years, or the fireworks are all in our own minds. There are all sorts of ways to pull the rug out from under your reader. But this week, make sure your story is getting to the fireworks factory first. This week's reading recommendation is Long Bright River by Liz Moore. It's such a wonderful example of a tightly plotted, crime-driven novel that also has serious themes, concerns, and literary sensibilities at play. It's about a, uh, a cop who has some skeletons in her own closet and some really painful family drama while she's diving into some of the opioid crisis in in her city of Philly. She's having to follow characters that have really fallen through the cracks and have disappeared from their own lives because of their opioid addiction. And she has a sister who is wrapped up in that similar underworld. At the same time, the main character, who seems like the stable sister, the sister who's got everything together, who has her life uh, a lived according to a a neat plan, has some problems of her own. The way that this is going to come out is really suspenseful and and haunting. I thought it was a terrific read that had me diving a bit more into the crime genre, but in uh, a really serious literary way. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.